0: Hi, friends. This is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hey, friends. Before we start this episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much, whether it's your first time or you have binged listening to every SLP episode, Thank you for listening to the SLP podcast. I also wanted to say if you could subscribe to the SLP podcast and rate and review us, that would be such an encouragement to me and also a helpful um, little thing for any listener who may be stumbling around and might see this podcast and be unsure of whether or not it's worth a listen. Your review would be so helpful to them. So If you feel so inclined, please rate and review and subscribe to the SLP podcast. And without further ado, here's our episode. Hey friends, and welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the founder of She Lives Purposely and the host of this podcast. And you guys, today is going to be such a good episode. I am so excited to have my sweet friend and founder of Daughter of Delight, Elle Cardell, on the show with us. Elle, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited.
0: Oh my gosh, I am so honored to have you on. You guys, if you do not follow Elle and Daughter of Delight, go do that. It is an incredible ministry (laughs) um, that I just admire so much. It has just been such a blessing. So, Elle, why don't you just right off the bat, tell us about Daughter of Delight, how it started, what it is, the whole shebang, go for it. The floor is yours. Oh,
1: wow. Okay, yes, let's do this. So, Daughter of Delight is an online women's ministry that exists to just encourage and equip, empower, and edify women in their faith walk and in their understanding of God's word. Mm -hmm. So, the heart of this ministry, God has just done so, it's a little over six years old, and God has just done so much with it. Yeah. But... I, the main platform for it is Instagram and we do daily devotionals one day a week. I have a team of seven writers that I look for every three months. I call them writing quarters. So I have four writing quarters a year and the women that the Lord has led to this platform to be a voice for the sake of Christ is just so comforting and rewarding. And I'm just so astounded by his faithfulness through it all. So very, very thankful for that. Um, And then I also have a podcast that I personally host, which is a ton of fun. It's a way for me to connect with the Daughter of Flight community <laughs> off of Instagram. Love, podcast. And we talk all, oh yes, me too. I listen to way too many. Me but too. <laughs> um, but it's just another way to continue pouring into the women who make up the heart of the Daughter of Light community with gospel-centered resources. So we have a lot of fun over there too.
0: I love that. I just love that so much. And I love um, and you just said it, gospel-centered resources and just the real focus of everything being the gospel and Jesus Christ and not just kind of, um, you know, I don't know, just like just encouragement or whatever it is, but straight up gospel, which is so cool.
1: Right. So there's this stigma with devotionals, you know, like a lot of people hear the word devotional And they're turned off by it because they think it's cheesy, it's Mm. too self-centered. But at Daughter of Delight, that's different. I have a different standard, you know. And so I really try to pour into my writers and encourage them in a way that helps them to write devotionals that are not self-centered. But, you know, at the same time, incorporate their stories share stories from scripture that align with their testimonies to God's faithfulness in their lives, and then therefore encourage those who have the opportunity to read their devotionals.
0: I love that. And that's so true. I remember years ago when I first started diving into just different devos and things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: I was very
0: hesitant to do that. I grew up in the church. Um, so it was very much, you know, like all things Jesus were very much part of my life. And um But I was really hesitant to kind of really dive into devotionals just for that exact reason where I just felt like maybe they were too cheesy or um, like, I guess, kind of thinking that I probably wouldn't get too much out of them because they would be surface level or things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love that your heart is um, to have it this way. That's just really incredible.
1: Thank you. I love it.
0: Um, Tell us a little bit more about how it started. So, you said it started six years ago. Um, Yeah, dive into that.
1: Yes. So, that question, your first question was so broad. I was like, my brain was going in a thousand different directions. (laughs) Five questions in one. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's totally fine. Um, So, I was a junior in college. I was studying theology with a minor in children's ministry at the time. I wanted to be a children's minister. And at the same time, I was, man, being a theology student is some hard work, sister. Oh, I, I felt like I was living in the library, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so during that time, I was also voluntarily editing and managing an online magazine for women. Mm. Um, just, you know, really encouraging articles for women in their faith walks. It was called Whole Magazine, and I don't think it's a thing anymore. Okay, But I did this for over a year. And Towards the end of my time with Whole Magazine, I felt like the Lord was just telling me to be open to what was coming. And I think that he used my time with Whole Magazine to really craft this love for women's ministry that I've never had. Mm. I grew up with a twin brother and a lot of my friends that were girls growing up used me to get close to my brother oh my gosh so I've never really been that big of a fan of women you know I didn't I don't have that many or I do now but at the time I didn't have many close friends who were girls all my friends were my brother's friends and so it's just funny to see like now I love women I love women so much yeah yeah (laughs) wow um So he planted this idea of an online women's ministry in my heart. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that's what he was pressing upon me. I didn't know what it would look like. And the idea of it terrified me. I started out in college as a nursing major. And one morning I woke up before my chemistry class. I wanted to be, I wanted to work with kids who had cancer because I wanted to help heal them. Mm -hmm. But I woke up one morning before class and I was I felt so sick to my stomach that that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And so I just went on this journey for a couple of months of trying to figure out what it was that I was supposed to be doing. I mean, there's so much pressure for us to know what we're, what we need to be majoring in our freshman year of college. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so that was really difficult. But during that time, I had the opportunity to go to a ministry intern fair that got me connected with a children's ministry. And so that's how I fell in love with ministry and ended up deciding I wanted to be a theology major, but I was one of the very few females who was a theology major. So that alone was an, was so much pressure. And so the thought of doing that while also pursuing an online women's ministry, when I have like no experience really Mm. in ministry at all, what was that supposed to be like? So I just pulled a Moses on the Lord (laughs) and I basically just said, Lord, I am so honored that you took the time to plant this in my heart, but I am not, I am not the girl for the job. There Mm. is someone who has more experience. There is someone who has less sin and there's someone who wants to do this more than I do. I don't want to do this, you know? And, um, (laughs) I'm sure he laughed at me (laughs) (laughs) what God wants what God gets and I totally respect that now at the time I didn't but he was very patient and he persisted Mm. and he just continued to plant me in these conversations that continued to just be these green lights for me that told me I needed to go right and so I finally decided to acknowledge it after having a certain conversation with a friend Mm. and she just got me really amped up and she one of the things she asked me after I told her was what do you have to lose? Mm. Like you're scared, but what do you have to lose? Yeah. And there was nothing. I had nothing that I could lose at that point. Right. And so I ran back to my apartment and I just started writing down everything that had been sitting in my heart for about a month. I tried to, you know, I locked the key, swallowed it, tried to hide it right. and just ignore it. It got heavier and heavier. And mm-hmm. so when I finally acknowledged it and wrote everything out, um, it was around 3am and the words daughter of delight wow. ended up on the page. Wow. And I was so tired because it was hours of writing what, you know, all of these things. What this, What was this supposed to be? It was like a journal entry to God. And um, right after I wrote the words, Daughter of Delight, I realized how exhausted I was. And I slept in peace. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning, <laughs> wow. created that I had the Instagram account ready to go. And for the first couple of months until I realized, you know, until the Lord gave me that next part of his vision for this ministry. It was mm-hmm. just the Lord and myself writing devotionals every day. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to witness how it's evolved mm-hmm. and to see how I've grown in obedience and discernment to hearing his voice throughout the last six plus years has been so invaluable. And if anything I've done has been for that, then I am so thankful. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love all of that. And I love
0: to, um, two things majorly stick out to me. One is just, like you said, like if the Lord wants to do it, he's going to do it. You know, and even. of his will, sister. Yeah, no, like (laughs) even in your trying to avoid it, um, he really just, like you said, pursued you and and kept pushing this um, in your direction and in your path, kind of just making it so obvious not only that like maybe this is what I should do but like this is definitely what you need to do and to not Mm -hmm. do it is you know almost disobedience at that point so I I just love that like you said yeah like if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it and two um just how much the Lord qualifies the unqualified um and Mm -hmm. he calls the unqualified you know and I think that's so important for so many people to um I guess just really like recognize, but I so see it in just the way that you were describing your story too, and how one, you went in as a nursing major, two, you didn't even, you weren't a huge fan of like women community. um, And it definitely seems like with reason. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, just even not wanting to step into all of this. And, and I think it kind of has this feeling of feeling unqualified, like you said, but the Lord is the one when he calls us, he's the one who qualifies us. And I just, I love that. That's
1: such a beautiful truth. And I think just to add off of that, something too that I've learned is, you know, when it comes down to it, the only thing special about who we are Mm. is the fact that Christ is in us. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You're so when you say, you know, he, he qualifies the unqualified. That's how, right. Yeah. That's how he does it. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with us. It's all him and it's all him.
0: Hi, friends. I just wanted to take a second to say thank you for listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I hope and pray you are encouraged and even exhorted here. Did you know that the She Lives Purposely podcast is listener supported? If the She Lives Purposely podcast has been an encouragement in your life, I hope you'll consider joining the movement and support the impact that the podcast is making through monthly gifts. You can give one, five, or even $10 a month and help us reach and encourage women like you. To support the podcast in that way, you can click the link in the show notes. Again, She Lives Purposely runs on support like yours, and I am so thankful. I I think there's this quote, I forget who it's by, but it just is kind of this quick little phrase that says, um, I think it's, like I'm not enough, and that's okay. And I love, I love it because it really just emphasizes this idea that, um, which I think can almost be a countercultural and even b counter Christian cultural, where we mm-hmm. feel like we we are enough, and the Lord calls us maybe because we have certain talents and abilities, or He makes us so great, you know. But I think so often, like, he doesn't make us great, like, it's just his greatness, and he uses us as the vessel, like you are just saying. Like, yes. it's Jesus in us, yes. and that's it. We are not enough. And I think sometimes, too, we enter seasons that he allows, um, that really show that to us, you know, where we feel like, oh my <laughs> gosh, we're failing. And at the end of the day, we realize, like, it was Jesus the whole time, it was never me, you know? Right. Yes, that's so good. That's a word. (laughs) (laughs) That's a word. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Okay, so I do want to talk about two, because Daughter of Delight provides resources for women. Let's dive into why resources are important and taking advantage of them um, is important especially I think Christian resources. I know it's something that I have cherished my whole life. So just from your perspective, yeah. Why, why
1: is it important to dive into those? So that is such a good question. Um, And the first thing that comes to mind with it is just the fact that we are literally wired for community. Hmm. You know, the Lord didn't, breathe life into us so that we could journey through this life alone. We have a body, you know, although we are, what is it? I've heard it down Romans 12 five. So there are many members, but we are one body. Mm. And so, you know, we don't have the same giftings, or we may share similar giftings, right. but everybody's gifted in different ways. And so just imagine how beautiful it is when the body comes together to celebrate that and to pour into into each other. Mm. Um, a, you know, a resource that has really encouraged me in my faith walk is Ask Pastor John. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it.
0: Maybe. Is that with um, John Piper? It is. Okay, yeah. So,
1: mm-hmm. It's very similar to Daughter Dilemmas, which is a weekly anonymous ask column that I host. (laughs) Every single one, I'm like,
0: click, read them all. Every answer,
1: (laughs) woo, girl, those questions. Um, Yeah, they're intense. They are, and the the Ask Pastor John podcast series and blog series is very, is very similar. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a daily ask column that pastor John does, wow. and he just answers a question a day and they're hard questions mm. and they are hard questions. And it just made me realize we need more resources like this. We need, you know, to create these outlets for people who are struggling with certain things that are afraid to voice that we need to have ways for them to, to be able to do that without feeling ashamed Mm -hmm. in order to encourage them to have those conversations with the people around them, not to give them all the answers because we don't claim to have all the answers. We don't have all the answers, but to just point them into the loving embrace of our father and to realize just how, you know, good asking those hard questions is. And so that resource for me, like it encouraged me to do a very similar thing. And had I not heard of Ask Pastor John, I wouldn't have been inspired in that way, probably. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know if that answers your question, but we need to be pouring into each other constantly, but we've got to be careful too, because there's so much of it out there Mm. and a lot of it is not sound theology. Mm. And so any type of resource that, you know, we are looking for, we need to go straight to God's word for it first. Mm. And if we want additional opinions on the matter, then let's do our Google searches or Go to that person on Instagram that we, you know, really appreciate, and see if they have anything to say about it. Whatever, yeah. But it's all got to start in the Word because that's that is the place where unity is established Mm. when that is our common denominator.
0: Oof, I love that. That was (laughs) fire right there, and I love (laughs) it. Really was that that's our common denominator because it's so true. And like you're saying, like we are a body, but like the core of that is Jesus, and absolutely Where do we get to know him is is in scripture. Um and I love that you're saying that too because resources what resources are not supposed to take away from scripture. They're never supposed to replace scripture, but just absolutely. kind of in addition to that. Um, which mm-hmm. is something that I love that you do. Um and I can always just I mean I think in my own life too I can think back of just different times when I definitely cherished, cherished um different relationships with people of like older girls even that love Jesus because I'm like that is so cool that they're following the Lord and like being able to go to them for advice or whatever it is and now like taking that and applying that to social media I feel like is almost in a sense what that is too where it's like here's somebody who really studies scripture and is going to the Lord for these answers what do they say about this Yes. You know, what, what yes. do I think the Lord says and I think that that's so cool because we gain extra wisdom and insight Mm -hmm. more than just our own brains because I like I don't know about you but my brain is can be so tricky sometimes like even (laughs) holy spirit filled like I feel like my brain can just misinterpret and different things so to be able to like if I was just isolated by myself like that that's not what we're called to and it would just be a mess so yeah anyway Mm -hmm. that's a whole long ramble to say I totally agree love everything you said
1: (laughs) well and one more thing that comes to mind is you know just the opportunity we have right now to encourage your listeners to Mm -hmm. make sure that they're filling their feed with not just christian mm. accounts that post you know cute christian sayings but christian accounts that are whole and sound and good christian yeah. accounts that actually exist to pour into you not to give you a word for the day and leave it at that mm. but you know it's just all rooted at the heart of god and their well their intention to care for your spiritual well-being
0: wow i love that because too like you're saying i think um for a lot of these accounts, for like a lot of accounts like yours, there is a level of responsibility. I'm sure that you feel, I know that I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that girls come to those accounts for answers or encouragement and never wanting to, um, even encourage something that might encourage something that leads them down a wrong theological path, you know, like right. I'm very careful in the people that I follow on Instagram that I yes. interact with all the things because, um, let's say, you know, just on a very minor example that I follow somebody and then somebody sees that I follow them and they're like, oh, I love that person now. And then, you know what I mean? Like that person may not be totally yes. sound. And so, yeah, I'm sure too, that you feel that kind of responsibility. So I love that. Just being sure that we are following people that are not just encouraging, but, um, are very sound theologically. and
1: are Yeah. Going to because to that's all of our responsibility. Yeah. You know, it's, it can be dangerous waters if we're not careful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. Even just on the day to day with the people that we interact with, being able to point Jesus. So to Jesus, true. Always.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: Um, so, two, let's go on and dive back into daughter dilemmas. Um, you brought it up briefly. And I, I seriously, I mean, I already said it. I love them. Every single time that you guys post about it, I am up. On your site, like, going through (laughs) every single question and answer. Um, I just think they're so, like you said, they're hard questions, but they're so important to answer because I think oftentimes – a lot of us are kind of wondering the same thing. And I think that's too probably why they yes. resonate so much is because some person, like one person's bold enough to ask, but then there's 50 others who wish that they did and now they have their it's answer so to. true. So talk it's a little so bit true. about that. If you would, maybe even the most common question that you get sure. and your answer to it.
1: Yeah, um, so there's actually a really crazy story behind Daughter Dilemmas and Go I would love it. to share it with yes. you. <laughs> So I, this was, goodness, we're on week 103. So let's say about 108 or nine weeks ago, whenever that was, I felt like I needed, that's when I was inspired to launch an Ask column. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I knew that I didn't have the capacity To fully commit myself to something like that, because I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes answering just one of those questions takes several hours. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. They're hard. A lot of those questions are hard questions and Mm. that's a responsibility. You know, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we, we want to address it through the lens of scripture. And that means we've got to do our job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I (laughs) was sitting in Starbucks and I was praying and writing down all the logisticals and how I was going to try and make it work. And if there was a, another hat I needed to take off in order to put this hat on, Mm. literally hadn't said anything to anyone. About this. And then all of a sudden, I get a text in the middle of doing this from my mother in love, who is one of my absolute best friends, thanks be to God. And her text wow. says, Have you ever thought about doing an ask column for Daughter oh, of Delight? Wow. And I was immediately covered in chills. If that mm, is not the Lord, yeah. Like and, wow. man. Wow. Yeah. So I, my jaw dropped. I started to cry a little bit in Starbucks. Yeah. And I no. was like, this is amazing. You and the Starbucks so that I was yeah. at was just a couple minutes away from where she is. And I was just like, can I come over? So <laughs> I, it. I drove to the, to the Cardell farm and we had a cup of coffee and I just like laid it all out for her. And I asked her, I was like, would you be willing to take you know, ownership of this? Would you be willing Mm. to lead the way? Because she is so wise. I have learned so much from her Mm. and she stewards her gifting so well and so beautifully. Mm. And I just knew that so many people could be blessed, that God would use her to bless many. And so she's really steered the ship on all of it. Um, There have been times where, you know, I've answered a question or two along the way, but for the most part, she answers and, uh, I kind of just put it all together and put it out into the world, and we just get to witness what God does with it alongside each other, and that's a lot of fun. But um, so yeah, that. daughter dilemmas is, is a weekly anonymous ask all of on Tuesdays, <laughs> <laughs> I and uh, I think right now I have fifty-three pages single spaced of questions mm. on Google Docs. Wow from wow. all the questions that have been submitted. That's so we try incredible. to answer 10 to 12 a week yeah. and we pray about the ones that need immediate, you know, response. But, um, it's been really neat to just see my my mother in love steward that and to see what God has done with it. Um, wow. and we get a lot, you know, back to what you were saying about how one question gets asked, but it relates to so many people. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We have a lot of categories categories that are very popular, but I would say the most popular one is, you know, how do I know if this person is my soulmate Mm. or the one for me? Yeah. Oh, I think that's popular. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know where you personally stand on this, mm-hmm. but I don't believe that we have soulmates. I was
0: just I believe, talking to a friend about this topic. Oh, this is interesting. Really? Yes. Dive in. Go. Yes. Go, go.
1: So I, you know, God never guaranteed in His Word mm-hmm. that we would be married, mm-hmm. and so marriage doesn't complete us. We are only complete in Christ. Yeah. And so that's not to say that God doesn't care about who we marry if that's in his will for us right. because he cares about every detail, big or small, seemingly mundane, whatever it may be, he mm-hmm. cares. Mm-hmm. And he certainly purposed that because nothing is outside of his will. But I think a lot of the times with this, we look at verses like Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And we equate it to, okay, this is what I want. And Lord, I pray that I receive it in a way that helps me honor you Mm. while at the same time telling ourselves, if I do X, Y, and Z and check all these things off the list, why wouldn't God give that to me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And the truth of the matter is, what God wants us to have has already been given to us mm. through His Word, yeah. for the most part. You know, like He doesn't. Every good gift is from above. So let's say, for example, we're going through a really hard situation and we need peace. Well, that peace is already ours in yes. Christ. God hasn't hidden that or taken that away from us. Amen. All we have to do is claim it.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, love that. <laughs> yes, I believe that so um, much. So mm-hmm. back to the whole marriage thing. The way that we typically answer this question is by sharing our personal thoughts on the soulmate situation but also just you know asking them questions to consider like do his actions line up with his words Mm -hmm, right is he a man of integrity Mm -hmm. does he you know is he a man of integrity because he values integrity does the way that he pursues you you know call for you to compromise what you believe Mm -hmm. or your values or your boundaries and I think that these questions that we get, sometimes I read them and I'm going to be honest. I'm like, I don't know who asked the question, but I think to myself, sister, you know, the answer to this, mm. you know, they're pouring out their entire relationship in this question, yeah. looking for what their flesh wants to hear. Mm. Yeah. And I, we're not going to answer it that way. Right. And I, I think there's a part of them that knows that and needs to hear that in order to, to move on maybe. Right. But a lot of these questions, if they just took the time to read what they would type and take it to the Lord, instead Mm -hmm. of submitting that question to us and waiting to see if we respond to it, they'd get their answer a whole lot sooner.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I do think it's like you said, like adding that resource is an extra way that the spirit can, you know, even like work through you guys and be be that voice to them. But yeah, no, I think Mm -hmm. it's so true is how often like if we would have just taken it straight to the lord like how much quicker would we have our answer if we were waiting on him absolutely um but that's so interesting jumping back to the soulmate conversation Yeah. <laughs> there's a friend of mine um and I were just talking about it and talking about this idea of like do we have soulmates do we not have soulmates and she definitely she was saying that she believes that we do and i was saying like i had just had a conversation with somebody else who had the same opinion that you have in which mm-hmm. um we don't necessarily have soulmates, So there's different people that we can choose, you know. Um, right. And which is almost a little, like it almost seems sweeter because it's choosing somebody um, mm-hmm. that is a godly person, you know, that we we choose to be with somebody who glorifies the Lord and that the two of us together are going to better glorify the Lord than we are going to separately. So, I mean, I definitely don't know the answer, but I think I would right. lean more towards... Um, that you have a choice in, in who you're going to be with and not that the Lord, like you said, isn't involved. He's is so intimately involved in every detail of our lives. And I think that he does even guide us in and out of relationships, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but that one person for us, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It just is. Yeah. yeah it's definitely it's, a fun I think it's just so easy <laughs> to become infatuated with that mm. and to, replace and replace our intimacy with the Lord with that infatuation Mm. because we're so caught up on looking for who that person is all the time and asking for God to give us an ultimatum. That person is the one, you know, that guy in the coffee shop, we made eye contact with. I used to be like that. (laughs) So don't get me wrong. But when I took it to scripture and I learned that there's literally nowhere in scripture where soulmates are even talked about, Mm -hmm. I started to reevaluate and have conversations with mentors and listen to people that I really value their opinions on it. And, you know, after taking it to the word and just came to that, to that resolution. So, but again, that's not to say that, you know, you don't have a spouse in your future lined up for you. It's just to say that it's no guarantee Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, yeah. it's not like the Lord never, promised. which is kind of scary to think about because there are people who don't want to be in lo- alone in life. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's just, you've just got to be careful with your thought process on it. And it is interesting to hear all the different answers, though. I love that kind of, that, those kinds of conversations. Oh, me too. Because it's not a, yeah, it's one of those secondary issues things where you can just really have fun, yes. you know, discussing and right. not agreeing with each other about it and right. still be be on the same page. No, absolutely.
0: (laughs) I do agree with you in that. It definitely is. I think sometimes, um, almost an intimidating conversation to have because, you know, you have this idea of like, Oh, I don't want to like not have somebody that I'm going to end up marrying. But I think it is so cool too, that the Lord, like, and you were saying this earlier, like he gives us everything that we need. So, and not even just to like, um, kind of this, like, low-level satisfactory state, but, you know, in abundance, right. like, the Lord gives us everything we need, and if yes. that does not mean a husband, then that means that, you know, he's going to give us everything we need in singleness, like, and he is going to be, like, our truth in sister, that, you know, and just pour out, and, and, you know, there's such a gift in singleness, and there's a gift in marriage, and it just is mm-hmm. different, um, definitely different seasons and different different lives but it is such a fun conversation so it's interesting that that is one of your most popular daughter dilemma questions yes it is <laughs> I I feel like I'm not surprised because I'm sure it would be something that I would ask too um yeah oh for sure definitely it's something I would click on if I saw it <laughs> and you're like oh I have to know <laughs> so that's so fun um All right, as we start to kind of just wrap up here, we've talked a ton about just how important it is to be diving into the Word. Um, And, you know, even before resources and uh, kind of everything that we our seeking should be found in there. Do you have advice for the people listening on how we can dive into the word better? What are ways that we can be seeking Jesus Mm. better and read scripture better? And like you were saying, like if they would have had their question and gone to the word, they would have found it easier. How do we find, you know, even something like Mm -hmm. that? How do we find answers? Um, yeah, take it away.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's a really good question. Um, again, my mind is going in so many different (laughs) directions right now, because there's so much to say. But I, the first thing I would say is to just when it comes to showing up and rooting Mm. yourself in the word daily, you know, schedule it as a divine appointment Mm. that you literally cannot afford to miss, because you literally cannot afford to miss it. Wow, yeah. You know, the word is the very thing that we need to nurture our souls, to be spiritually and mentally and everything, to be put together in such a way that we can go and do kingdom work, Yeah, you know, and to be connected with God. That is, that is where we meet God is in mm. his word. It gives... I think i said this a few minutes ago but it's true the lord hasn't hidden anything that he wants us to know what he wants us to know is right there and for a long time i was intimidated by going to the word by myself. And so I left the responsibility of doing that in the hands of the teachers and the preachers that I, you know, spent time with on Sundays. Yeah, right. That's not okay. Right. It's not their responsibility to mm. make sure I know how to read the Bible. It's their responsibility to communicate the truths of God's word, mm. and what I do after that is up to me. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And so the intimidation factor is a very real thing, and I think a, a lot of people can still very much so relate to that. Um, and if there's anything that I would recommend, you know, I have a free, uh, five day email series called rooted, where I teach you three really valuable, invaluable steps that will help you approach scripture with confidence. It will help you, you know, read, understand, interpret, and apply it for all of life. And there's also a really good book that I love called women of the word by Jen Wilkin, Mm -hmm. Jen Wilkin. Bible literacy is beautiful. And we need to just embrace that truth. It's not something that, mm. you know, people that we shouldn't but do place them on pedestals. It's not just for pastors and teachers. Yes. It's for everybody. God's word is for everybody. And we've just got to take it more seriously. Um, Yeah, so I kind of mm. went on a tangent there. No, but, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I, yo, you go ahead. Go, go, go. Yeah. No, you're, yeah. So the only other thing I was going to say is. It's fun to get creative with how you read the word. Hmm. And so get creative. Download an audio Bible app. My favorite audio app is called Dwell. It's amazing. They have epic accents for you to choose from. Oh, real that. people. <laughs> <laughs> My favorites are George and Nigel. So if you download the app, check them out. <laughs> we'll do I don't play. Um, do a bible reading plan you know do Mm -hmm. it with a group of friends Um, commit to reading a proverb a day there's 31 proverbs pick a month with 31 31 days and read one proverb a day. just get creative and have fun it's not supposed to be a bore it's Mm -hmm. not a bore but it can feel like that and so it's okay to spice things up every now and then yeah
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that. And I love what you were saying about how we just definitely need to be taking it more seriously and how we do put people on a pedestal who feel, you know, Mm -hmm. it seems like they know how to teach it better or understand it better. But it is a available to all of us and b it is open to all of us to be able to dive in and we're all supposed to dive in, you know, that is how we form our relationship with the Lord. Um. So yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love that you said make it that divine appointment that you cannot afford to miss putting that <laughs> on a graphic that
1: quote. I love it.
0: <laughs> so it's so
1: okay. true. And when you start to treat it like that, mm. you know, you'll start to feel that responsibility grow and grow and grow as you should. Yeah. So that, you know, that responsibility, that sense of responsibility you're feeling is the spirit's way of holding you accountable. Mm. So show up sister, I love get it. rooted. No, I love it. Get rooted. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, it's so important. And I think too, just really putting in, bringing in that perspective, that what you read that day will impact your day. You know, like I remember very vividly just um, I would take the train to college um, a couple years ago and, you know, reading scripture that morning and then the whole train ride I would pray. Like I had a list of people to pray for and different things to pray for and it would absolutely set up my day and I think really opened my eyes to... um plug obviously for she lives purposely here but to living purposely and living how the lord would call me to live that day um in ways that i would not have recognized realized or Mm -hmm. been open to had i not been spending time with jesus and stepping into kind of this greater perspective and this heaven perspective um of what life is supposed to be like you know so instead of just kind of like I don't know, sleeping the whole train ride, which I definitely have done. And, you know, no shame in that. <laughs> but I feel like if I was rather praying the whole train ride, which I had done, then my day was totally different. And my perspective on the day mm-hmm. and my interactions with people and how I could serve the Lord um, were totally different. And just to how I felt the Lord speaking to me, all of the above. So I think really, too, yeah having expectations that the Lord is going to meet you, even if it doesn't feel like it, you know, in the moment, like, it does have an impact on your day um, because you're meeting with God, <laughs> and He has a plan for your day, you know, in in every single day. So, yeah, like you said, and it's a it's an appointment you can't afford to miss, and we definitely can't miss it. So right, and yeah. I
1: think I think it's it's also important for us not to lay expectations of ourselves of what that time with God is supposed to look like. Mm, yeah, you know, just show up and and let Him do His thing because you're there for Him. Mm, yeah, and you know, he wastes no thing, not even the time, your time on the train. He used that time on the train for you to set the tone of your day. Yeah, He did it. Yeah. So he'll do it. He'll do it for anyone who shows up. So yeah, that's, Woo! So much truth in I this love talk. It. <laughs> I love it.
0: So yeah, moral of the story is show up, and he he will answer. Yeah, definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you so much for hopping on this podcast with us. Of course. Before I let you go, how can people find you? Where can they find you? Let everybody know. And you guys, there is obviously you heard it today. So much prayer put into Daughter of Delight, and just so much um devotion to it and theological soundness to it for lack of a better word. So give this girl a follow in this account, follow this ministry of follow. It's so incredible and such a blessing, but yeah, where can we find you?
1: That's so sweet. Thank you so much, friend. Oh, I love you. Um, you can find us on Instagram at daughter of delight. You can find us on Facebook at daughter of delight. You can find us online at daughter and you can also find the daughter of delight podcast on itunes spotify and stitcher google play kind of disappeared so i don't know what happened with that but it's gone now okay don't know if you know that i I did not
0: know that that's good to know
1: i am so behind in these things yeah (laughs) Uh, but thank you again for having me on To anyone who is listening, you're so blessed by this woman of the Lord. And I hope that our conversation just met you where you were at and God used it to bless you in your walk with him. And I know Meg wishes the very same.